Welcome to the Cup and Saucy Book Club. I'm Jen. And I'm Zanna. What's in your cup today, Zanna? I'm drinking a familiar tea friend, my Cup and Saucy Chai Blend, which I hand-blended myself back in the spring. I love it so much. I do too. (laughs) (laughs) You, what are you drinking? Well, today I am drinking an apple crumble infusion from our friends at T2 in Australia. It has a chicory base, so it's a bit like a good combination of apple cider and coffee but it is an infusion so it's not technically tea right it reminded me of an old song from an old friend of mine and our guest today is that old friend his name is damon allums he's been working in voiceover since 2016 and in that time his deep baritone has been heard in video games animation and commercials his six audiobook titles so far have been in a wide variety of genres from education to biography to fantasy fiction, and most recently, romance. In fact, uh, because of romance audiobooks, a long ago friendship was rekindled. But more on that on a minute. Damon, (laughs) welcome to the program. (laughs) Hello, welcome. It's good to be back. (laughs) (laughs) And it's good to see your face, my friend. (laughs) Likewise. So I should tell our listeners the story of uh, how this how this interview came about. I was scrolling through TikToks and one of the TikTok accounts that we follow is Blue Nose Audio and they will frequently, you know, new releases, new titles, they will they will advertise those on their TikTok account. And I was looking at a scene from Blaze by Janine Crouch and I heard a very familiar voice that I have not heard since high school and I looked at the name and sure enough there it was Damon Allums and so I sent a note to Blue Nose sent a note to you and we and we reconnected and it was great to hear you that was your first romance title what did you think do you want to do more I am open to doing more my tastes on a personal level, run toward the unconventional. Mm-hmm. I'm an 80s baby, Yep. but listening to just the 80s channel drives me insane. <laughs> Getting caught in yesterday, it, it gives me hives. Uh, yeah. Either give me the deep cuts or show me what you have done with it in the present day. Mix mm-hmm. a 2010s beat to an 80s tune. And Blaze did just that. Um, I'm beginning to warm to the romance genre, but it was a a beautiful mixture of military vocabulary and mindset with the romance on top of it. Just like a Reese's peanut butter cup, it was two great tastes that taste great together and was like, Uh I can work with this. Yeah. Nice, (laughs) nice. Yeah, Janie Crouch does very well mixing those, you know, traditionally more masculine topics. She does a lot of military and rugged EMTs and firefighters and people who people who put themselves out there and put their lives in danger. Dare to be great situations. Yes. Yeah. And with that risk, she she pairs that risk with romance and uh, does it really well. And you are solo on that title. Congratulations on that, because that's a <laughs> that must be a daunting prospect after doing video gaming and and other things that are more sort of interactive and short form. As far as that goes, it was a fun juggling act. Mm. It's true that video games, you are assigned a single character or two characters and you run through all those lines in that right. voice or as that character. The mental dexterity that was required to know this voice is in this register. That character is 
now younger. So your standard voice, you need to kick it around about two to 5% and all the juggling that goes around is a beautiful mental performance exercise. And I enjoy audiobooks. A lot of my contemporaries, they look at the performance ultra marathon that is audiobooks and cannot, will not, do not do it. I like it for the right mm -hmm. for the right scenario. Yeah. You're more project based than saying either either or is is that what appeals to you? Yes, if I am into the project then yes, I will do the ultra marathon and and enjoy mm -hmm. it. But you started in voiceovers in in video games. So how did you I know from knowing you for years that that you have always been into gaming and video games yeah, in particular. Absolutely. But how did you make that transition for yourself career-wise to say, you know what, let me try voiceovers? Actually, my first project uh, to get the resume timeline in <laughs> exact lockstep was a Spanish instruction book. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have been taking Spanish since eighth grade uh, when we met in high school, and my accent is still pretty strong. The vocabulary is a little rusty, might get a verb tense wrong, wrong here or there, but yeah, the guy still got it. And uh, mm -hmm. this audio book on how to instruct folks in reading Spanish came up. I was like, let me give this a shot. And that was my first audio book. As far as video games transitioning to audio books, I got started during a life reconstruction. I had to take a serious self-assessment and look at what do I have that nobody can take away? Mm -hmm. I've got a performer's heart, even yeah. if I am kind of shy. I've got amazing historical references, like dangerous in the trivia contest. And I've got this rumbly baritone that folks mm -hmm. seem to find appealing. That's what I have that nobody can take away with away from me. So I take the money, take the house. What can I do with those three? And inevitably, it led to audiobooks and voiceovers. The way that most folks get into voiceover is learning best practices from a working professional. Mm -hmm. I had done so much homework by the time I linked with a working professional to a mentor that I shrugged my shoulders and started auditioning and landed that audiobook two weeks later. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. So a little unconventional, but but that is that is totally you, Damon. So. <laughs> Un unconventional is on brand, I'm learning. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a rebel. <laughs> and if you tell me you're supposed to do it, this is the only way you can do it. Like, oh, really? I, I don't know that there's mm. any such thing as that, is there? No. And Folks would like you to think so. People will say it. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. People will say it. Oh, yeah, but, they will. <laughs> well, and we've certainly been talking to enough narrators at this point in the show that we have, we've learned that there's, there's no one way to enter this business. There really isn't. There's, you know, it's whatever way gets you there. Exactly. Um, is, that's really the only path is uh, whatever method you need to have to do it. Going into the video games, though, because I know that you are a, a comic book fan and very an, much so. uh, and a, animation fan. and In long standing. Getting to do your first video game. Okay, so straight up, we are both 80s kids. <laughs> that must have been a special thrill to be able to do, you know, say, hey, I get to do this thing that they all told us was never going to make us any money <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was very exciting um as a matter of fact it's kind of a touching story my youngest is now four and i did my first video game 
in his closet. His uh, uh, his his baby clothes were hitting my head. Oh my god! I was scrunched yes. up. That that was my recording booth. I had the, the the soundproofing glued to the wall, and his little his outfits were brushing my head, and I'm scrunched up and just like this. This too shall pass. <laughs> hit the lines, hit them hard, and like, and I was able to take myself out of the moment. And uh, uh, the result is the lines of uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, an indie title okay. that I'm still very, very proud of. Awesome. As you should be. <laughs> the intergalactic mercenary Ruth, short for Ruthless, and yeah. his uh, ring of silver and gold rings. Silver for the oh, bad nice. deeds, gold for the good deeds. Yeah, he, nice. he is a rough customer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another gem from that, my middle son. <laughs> Everybody has their one child who always needs to get the last word in. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I love him dearly, but he's got. I I just have the one kid, but he's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah mine too. Oh, you don't stop. Just do. Just do the thing. I yeah. got him. I got him. I got him. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Sit down, Tom. Like, hey, baby. <laughs> do, hey, baby boy. Come on, check out this video game. Check this. This is a cool video game. You haven't even heard it before. And I fly to the space base, the safe haven, and the voice of the air traffic controller that pilots you in was me. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. He was sitting right next to me. He didn't say a word. His brain utterly flatlined. <laughs> <laughs> And Daddy got the last word on something that he recorded nice. nine months before. It's like, oh, good job, Daddy. Yes. <laughs> Dad wins. Fatality. It's those little yeah. moments when we can show up our yep. kids. It's, it's, it's make it all worthwhile. <laughs> They're so few and far between sometimes, but, man, but, but boy, man, are they worth it. <laughs> golden moment. Golden moment. <laughs> Let's take all of your characters, video games, audiobooks, anything that you can think of, of the, the characters that you have done, and you get to be one of those characters for a week. Who do you choose to be? Just for my 80s baby action programmed brain, Ruth is close to the top, but the social studies nerd in me is leaning towards Terra Invicta because I would like to see the social studies wheels turn in a world where alien life has been discovered and the scramble of the folks that want to drive them off versus the folks who want to welcome them versus the folks that want to be them. Ooh, yeah. Just Ooh. to witness that, that would be kind of cool. But That would be fascinating. Yeah. Oh, it's a fascinating game. I mean, the UI is super difficult. I mean, I'm still mm -hmm. on turn two out of oh. 50 million. Because I can't Ouch. figure out the UI yet. But <laughs> the premise and the folks who know the UI who have played it, it's very fascinating play. So full title, please, so I can find this again in our show notes. Uh, the game is Terra Invicta. Okay. Terra Invicta. All right. That would be your person, huh? This is my slow-moving ruminations. Uh, <laughs> yes, he's he's going through the characters. <laughs> he, he's, he's going through them all. Okay. Uh, no, no, but him. no, no, no. Uh, Ruth. I think Ruth. Yeah. Okay. Get From what done. she said about Ruth, yeah, <laughs> sounds yeah. like a badass. <laughs> so do you have something that you would love to do? I, I think I know the answer to this question already. But, you know, any opportunity, even if it's being played or has been played already by somebody else, who would you 
most like to voice? Dream role. This one I discovered just playing around with no prospects and no voiceover leads. I was just reading things for myself. Mm -hmm. And again, falling back on my nerdiness, I picked up a page of Detective Comics Mm. and totally blew my own mind. I had to shut down the booth and leave and reset because the character was so iconic. To answer your question directly, I would like to do Batman. Yeah. I can hear I it. I knew it. I, knew it. <laughs> I can hear it. I, I, I heard it and I was like, oh my God, what just happened? It was a very, yeah. very affirming moment. Um, yeah. And seeing the browning of Planet Nerd, yeah. having yeah. such a having such an iconic character voiced by a black man, would it it would, would drive the social studies wheels? Yes, it <laughs> it would be a day whose time has come, frankly, yeah. long past actually, but long <laughs> past, but yeah, but I would love to hear you as Batman. Being that it's just the voice, and being that I was raised in a house that spoke the King's English first, and A-A-V-E when you're feeling saucy, or at the mm-hmm. family reunion, or at the barbershop, I could manage it. I mm-hmm. could manage it. And I'm slowly working my, I am arranging my pieces. Right. Agency representation, resume yep, looks yep. good, has the yep. right tone. He sounds a lot mm-hmm. like Kevin Conroy. Their instruments sound very similar. Mm-hmm. What do you say we give this Damon Allums a shot on this one? <laughs> like, I'm yeah. behind it. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) That would be awesome. I am hearing it in my in my earbuds already. (laughs) When Kevin Conroy passed, first of all, that was that was a huge, huge loss to the voiceover community. The man was the man was an icon. A good a good heart, a good worker. Mm -hmm. And a good advocate. Jeez, man, yeah. yeah, he was a mensch. He was all mm-hmm. the things. And I know this house was incredibly sad because my husband was a fan of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, same in this household. Yeah, and that was a that was a really, really sad day and a loss. But you cannot say that the man didn't give his all, for sure. Agreed. Agreed. That's all that can be asked of any of us. Yeah. Right. True. Mm-hmm. True. But if we put you in that in that role, I know that you would still you would make it your own. Oh. <laughs> if only I am I am speaking <laughs> out to the casting gods of the universe. Speak Damon, it into existence. Speak it into existence. <laughs> Damon Allums as Batman. I like it. I like it. I like it. And a lot. work hard after the fact. Well, yeah, that's the that's the important part. <laughs> no doubt. Then Xana and I can say we discovered him. <laughs> <laughs> I am not taking any credit for anything that happens in your career, sir. <laughs> yeah, no. no I, I, the, natural, I, the natural talent's already there, so. It was there long ago, so. Many thanks. An abbreviated version of the story of how we know each other for listeners is that, <laughs> as we mentioned, uh, we met in high school. But I should say that when we first met in high school, Damon was a freshman and I was a sophomore. Damon was a game master for role-playing games that we would play at lunchtime. And there was a small group of us we would play. I remember ElfQuest and Toon. (laughs) (laughs) Good memory. Yeah. I remember those games. Those were our favorites. And one day, Damon asked me out. And I, I hope gently, 
turned him down <laughs> because I was I was a saucy sophomore and thought he's so fickle. I'm older than he is and no and and he was also okay, I'm gonna say this because you already you already know this story, Damon, but <laughs> he was a little nerdy for me. Imagine uh, Steve Urkel before there was Steve Urkel. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little Steve Urkel for me. I hope gently turned him down, but uh, we then didn't see each other for a while because, you know, different, different uh, years and different classes. And it was a really big high school that we went to. Absolutely huge. <laughs> yeah, absolutely huge. What does that even mean? They ha- now have houses. Like a Hogwarts kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, sort of like a Hogwarts, but with a hell of a lot less magic. So, okay. <laughs> you know, this is a suburban California high school, so there's gotcha. only so much magic you can pull off. Fast forward to Damon's junior year, my senior year, and I was uh, the uh, teacher's assistant for the drama teacher. He walks in, and I didn't recognize him at first. And then he started talking, and then I heard... Well, that voice sort of sounds familiar, but boy, it's dropped an octave. But it or got three. a lot deeper. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for the adolescent growth spurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he also shot up in height by at least at least a foot, and walked into that theater looking uh, less like Steve Urkel and more like Denzel Washington's. <laughs> I had to admit. That yeah maybe maybe I might have made a mistake, <laughs> and I said as much. Poorly. I chose poorly, <laughs> and I said as much to him. I said I really screwed up, didn't I? And you, all you did was chuckle and gave me a huge smile, and and we were we've been no love lost, friends. no love lost. <laughs> Several times time will pass, but always always coming back as friends. So. It's it's really good to see you. Absolutely. <laughs> so it was kind of a what if second chance story that never that never fully became second chance, but but that's okay. Thanks to TikTok, yeah, we have our we, second we chance. We found each other again. That's right. <laughs> we found each other again. Now that we're both a bit older, <laughs> a few years past high school, a, a few a few years past time. So we're looking now. At, at your success, and there's going to be a movie uh, made of your life. Who's playing you, Damon? Being that they do these things in stages, I think uh, a teenage me would probably be Shamik Moore, the Ooh. voice of Miles Morales yeah. nice. in, 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 in the uh, current Spider-Verse yeah. films. Yeah, my son's favorite, it's... actually. Again, leaning leaning on Planet Nerd, that film is absolutely exemplary. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all happy on Planet Nerd. Well, at least I am. So <laughs> we live there full time too. Well, and you know, whenever I whenever I can, I try to give I try to give Zana something to to read with a little bit of a little bit of nerd thrown in. Uh, so you know, something to make the nerd heart happy. There you but, go. Uh, most uh, most of the time, I'm I'm making her read um, <sighs> lots of love stories. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy sigh, eye roll, eye roll. Yeah. Well, but when you knew me, I was reading love stories. I come by that uh, those credentials honestly. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars is a love story, huh? Star Wars is a love story. Yeah, but <laughs> I was also never never found without a, a a harlequin or something in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. 
And now I've got somebody from my past who can back that up. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not just something I say for this podcast. <laughs> okay, so we've got your young your young self. Who's playing you now? I, I have a question. Being that you have such a long resume of romance books to read, mm-hmm. concrete world building is something that sparks my wires, Ooh. whether it's a magic system that makes complete sense and is not just finger wiggling and right. things happen. And then a miracle appears. Uh, yeah, uh, right. no, that, that doesn't do it for me. But if you can explain it does this and reaches into that and brings this forth and makes the magic happen, that gets my interest. Whether the, whether it's complete social studies or magic system that makes sense or something that makes it a complete world. Is there a romance novel that combines the lovey-dovey essence with this is not your planet. I came up with this landscape completely on my own and mixes them together. Is there a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup like that? There is a series that comes immediately to mind. And that is uh, the Mate Game series by Kay Lorraine and Meg Ann. They write four books at a time that make up each block of this series. Mm -hmm. And there's vampires, there are shapeshifters, there are fae, and there are witches. There is also the four horsewomen, women of the apocalypse. And so each of the four horsewomen have their own set of four books. So they, uh, the four horsewomen of the apocalypse essentially are trying to bring about the end times and the end of the world, and they they play the mate games in which they uh, they know that they themselves cannot bring about the apocalypse that it has to be the creatures of earth who do it and so but they try to manipulate it in different ways and so far war and pestilence have had their have had their turn at bat with death and famine yet to go but it's a very fully developed world and it has its own rules and it has its own, you know, ideas of things. And humans enter into it sort of, but only as the point of comparison. You know, you, you think that, yeah, okay, that may, that may exist in humans think that of us, but we all know that, that this is who we are really. And so they have to, they all have to stick to their rules. You know, they will try their best to circumvent the rules whenever they can, and sometimes they get away with it, but it's always still within the rules, you know, technically legal kind of thing. But yeah, that is that is a very complete, completely built world that that I I love diving into. It's eight books so far, so it's not something that I'm likely to give Zana to to read for this podcast because she doesn't have me read like eight books at a time. I stick to standalones for her (laughs) from month to month. Very gracious of you. But no, that sounds like just the thing that would get me going. Okay. But they're also completely off the chart spicy. They're all reverse harem. Yes, it's it's world building, it's fantasy, and all of that, but it sure brings the sex. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. For our listeners, I will make sure to have show notes that that with links to uh, all of the Mate Games books because they're they're no totally doubt. worth it. <laughs> okay, it is now on my radar. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, I believe um, I met but... them in 
Canada, didn't yes, you? Yes, yes, you did, mm-hmm. and I made sure you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and their yep. uh, their main their main female narrator uh, for this is Stella Hunter, and you also met her in in Canada yes, I did. as well. Yes. So yes, Stella Hunter is. It takes quite a lot to take on, you know, her and her and four guys of every book, and and yet she has done all eight of them so far. Kudos to her for that. <laughs> That's, but it's done in like duet or dual. Uh, it's doing. It's done in duet. It's done in duet. Mm-hmm. She's been joined by Jason Clark, J.F. Harding, James uh, James Joseph, uh, Teddy Hamilton. Several, uh, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know what the new ones, the next, sorry, Death and Pestilence are going to uh, bring forward, but um, because they won't well, be coming out a... until January, so we have to. I gotta wait a while. <laughs> Gotta wait a while. Going back to you, you didn't you didn't finish answering this question, and you're not off the hook for it. It wasn't a dodge; okay. it was a brain cramp that I needed to get out. But yes, <laughs> current age me, I would either get Morris Chestnut, okay, or do it myself. So there awesome. you go. Yeah. All right, all right. And what kind of movie is it? Like what genre? Actually, I don't really have the vocabulary for. I guess it would be a drama. Okay, uh, much okay. like uh, Denzel Washington in Flight, Ooh, there wasn't okay. a big romance. There was sure. just a life. Yep. Yeah. Like some crazy events and the results of decisions made. Yeah. Yeah. Just a good, solid story. Yeah. That's what it would be. Just a good old drama. Good old drama. I had to answer that question recently uh, for something else, and I said that. Mine would be a a dark comedy, uh, you know, a lo- a more sort of along the lines of a Wes Anderson film. <laughs> mm. so, <laughs> yeah, well, I think mine probably falls in that line, too. Maybe a little bit of slapstick, though. Yeah. Explorations of the quirky. Not yeah. bad at it. Yeah. What have you got coming up, Damon? What's... Uh... What's on the, your horizon? Bubbling off the success of um, the DLC from The Hunt, where I was able okay. to play the narrator um, in the video game space, I got to cross one off the bucket list and be oh. the voice of Ghost Runner 2. Ooh. Yes, the character that I play in that game, Madu, the dismantler, uh, the religious zealot cyborg who is attacking the protagonist. He got to be the voice of oh. the game trailer. So nice. that's my first. Oh. Got that in the books. Yes. Got it off my list. Congratulations. So, yeah, that's what I got cooking. And I got a couple things that are always in process. And the rules of the game are do not state these out in public. Yes. Or it will risk your future prosperity. So, yes. Right. I'm not We're not having that. you break any NDAs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We understand that. In the meantime, uh, I will continue to send your name out to every production house that I know. If you please. Much appreciated. This is certainly a voice that I think our listeners will want to hear more of. And I certainly will. What... It's a lovely voice. <laughs> Thank you very I much. I enjoy it. And I, I, okay, so the personal thing here. Thanks, Damon. <laughs> Of it's course. so Thank good you, to see Jen. you, my friend. Likewise. I'm glad to see you're doing well. <laughs> so good to see you. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. I hope I get to come back again soon. I hope so, too. We would love that. Yep. We would, we would love, love that. that. And you can find links to all of uh, Damon's social media, as well as everything that we talked about today in the show notes for this episode, on our website, 
cupandsaucybooks.com. Follow us on social media and wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing and leave us a review. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Cup and Saucy Books. And thank you for joining us for the Cup and Saucy Book Club. Join us next week for a chat with a special guest from the world of books. And probably tangents. Happy reading. Cheers. Cheers.